Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 39. Ooh, I'm almost 40, man. I'm feeling good today. Getting a late start this morning, man. Had to watch the girls. Uh, my wife had an appointment, something to do uh, this morning. So getting a little late start, but hey, it's all good, man. We had a little rain overnight. Um, just a little. I say a little. I'm talking a little. Just barely even noticed that it it rained and got a little thunder this morning and uh, just a little shower here and there but it's already moved out the sun is shining it's breezy really breezy out here today so I'm heading into town got to fuel up got to get some uh, gas for the Ventrac and then heading out to the uh, the lake that I've been working on so I uh, I have a buddy that's got a 40-acre lake. He's got an 800-acre farm with a 40-acre lake on it. And he uh, he had me to take care of the lake last year, the downside, um, with the Ventrac, you know, bush hogging it and slicking it down. And so he's having me do it again this year. And yesterday I went out there for, let's see, a few hours. I was able to knock out the whole dam on the uh, lake now I have to work around the lake um, one side of the lake is nothing but wood so you can't do anything over there but on the on the uh, on the other side it's all pasture so trying to get it slicked down and looking good we used to go out there quite a bit and fish around the uh, just just from the bank you know fishing out there on the lake but it got to the point where he just didn't have time or didn't want to mess with it and he didn't uh, he didn't bush hog it or anything like that. So man, the grass would get so tall uh, down by the water. It was like waist tall. And there is a ton of shiggers and ticks here in our area. So we went one time. I remember me and my wife. I think it was before we even got married. We went out there and we went fishing and we got covered. I mean, covered in ticks. It was awful. Little seed ticks. I, I can't. I can't uh, stand the seed ticks. Now, you know, a regular normal tick, no big deal. Pick off, you know, a couple of them or whatever. I really don't like to get into them if I can keep from it, but not really a big deal because you can see them. Those seed ticks, though, you could have little, literally like hundreds on you and not even know it. So, um, man, we got into a bad, bad mess of seed ticks one year, so... I was telling my wife, I was like, you know, if I go out there and bush hog, we should go out there and do a little fishing before uh, before winter winter gets here. You know, fall fishing out there would be really nice. It's like 70 degrees, nice and cool, breezy, and uh, nice and sunny. We haven't had much rain, so we've had some really, really sunny, nice sunny days. Surprisingly, this time of year, you never know, but it's been really nice. So I think I'm going to go back out there today after I fuel up and I have to tackle uh, like I said down by the lake so that'd be a whole lot of fun it's a lot more than I did last year he kind of did some of it last year inside the fenced in area but um, he's he's not doing real well uh, with his health so he's uh, he's wanting me to get out there and get it done so that's what I'm gonna do man I'm gonna get out there and and knock it out around the lake. It's a little easier for the little Ventrac to get out there as opposed to a tractor with like a 12, 15 foot 
bat wing on it, you know, bush hog. It's hard to get in that the area down by the lake. So I'm gonna knock that out. It will take me all day long. I'm hoping I get done, but I doubt that I do uh, get done with it. I have another job tomorrow lined up for another customer. So if I don't get done with this one today, I'm gonna pull off of that and go knock out this other job for this other customer. And then uh, if I can get back to you know this one, maybe this weekend I can do that. Got to get it all done before Equip Expo, though, so trying to knock these jobs out. You know, these these type of, uh, like, brushwork, bush hogging, a lot of these jobs are, like, really high-paying jobs. So it's not like a $50 mowing job where you're like, yeah, you know, I'll get it when I get it. It's like, okay, the money's there. They're willing to spend it. Let's get in there and knock it out before they change their mind or before... Uh, somebody else gets in there and, and knocks it out for them, you know, because you've taken so long. It's like whenever they want it done, they wanted it done a month ago or two months ago, but they're just now calling you to uh, to tackle the job. So I try to stay on top of those jobs because it's a lot of a lot of money, some really good money um, in the the brushwork and just the kind of the uh, slope mowing with the Ventrac. So I'm trying to get out there and. And knock it out before equip for sure and that way when I get back um, you know I'll already have it done so I can get into some uh, some new jobs I've already had a couple of people want estimates I'm hoping I can get there uh, this weekend but it is what it is because I've got to get these two jobs knocked out first before I focus on taking care of somebody else it's like it's like the spring rush for bush hogging everybody wants it done in October November as the uh, weather kind of changes and the grass kind of dies out and that way they can slick it down and it'll look good all fall all winter and most of spring you know it really doesn't start getting out of control until middle of spring next year and into um, summer so they want it looking good as long as they can so they always call october november to have stuff like that done so getting a lot of calls it's like the spring rush for mowing, that's kind of the same thing uh, here with the uh, with the bin track work. So, hoping I can stay on top of everything. The weather's been perfect, though. The weather's worked out really, really well in my favor because in years past, man, this time of year, it's been wet, it's been nasty, and we haven't really been able to do a whole lot of work. So, surprisingly, thankfully, I'm very, very thankful that the weather's cooperated but anyways i need to look at the weather for the equip expo matter of fact i may just do that real quick while i'm on the podcast and just kind of get an idea of what the weather is going to be like there and so we can kind of plan accordingly i know it'll change between now and then but we can kind of get a good idea is it going to be um unusually warm is it going to be super cold is it going to be rainy and nasty I don't know, man. I don't know. I've only been one year where it kind of rained, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't too bad. Saying it's 72 degrees here in our area right now, and we're going to check out Louisville, Kentucky. I've got it on my favorites from all the years past. Going to check that out real quick, see what they say about Louisville. It is currently 67 degrees. In Louisville, Kentucky. 
and let's get the uh, forecast for next week. So if we open it up for next week, it's looking like, ooh, yeah, 18th. So I'm going to show up on the 18th, which is, the 18th is Tuesday. I'm going to show up on Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Listen to this, guys. It's telling me right now in Louisville, Kentucky, where the Equip Expo is going on, next week, October 18th, when I arrive, it's going to be the high 59 degrees which is a little on the cool side, especially if you get a little wind mixed in with there. That'll be a little on the cool side. For some of you guys, it'd be really cold if you're coming from, you know, coming from down south. Um, Wednesday, so I'll, I'll back back up. Okay, Tuesday, 59 degrees for the high, 42 for the low, and 5% chance of rain. Then you go to Wednesday, the 19th, uh, 46 degrees for the low, 58 degrees for the high, and it's showing nice and sunny, so I like that. That'd be nice. It'll be a little cool out there. I'll probably wear my sweatshirt for that one. And then Thursday is showing partly sunny, uh, but the high is going to be 65 on Thursday, the low 45. And then Friday, so if we go to the... Um, if we go to the, I don't even know what's called. It used to be called the GIE Rally. I think they've kind of changed the name up. Naylor, um, Tally Farrow, Lawn Care Ricky, LCR Media. You got any other names? I think that's all of them. There may be another one, though. LCR Media. Okay, so, um, oh, man, what's it called? It usually is called, like, the, the GIE Rally. I think it's called the YouTube Rally. I think it's called the YouTube Rally this year. Okay, so, Copper, ah, uh, I forget the name of it, Copper Kings, Copper Kings, maybe? Copper, let's say it's Copper, I want to say it's Copper Creek, but that's Brad over at Copper Creek Cuts. Let's say it's Copper Kings Distillery. I think that's the name of it. Anyways, you guys know uh, what the name of it is. So, Thursday, the meetup's there. It's going to be outside. I don't know if they're going to have anything open inside. I'm not sure. But either way, if you're outside, it's going to get down to 45 Thursday night. So, may want to bring a jacket. Might be a little cool out there. Friday is showing 71 degrees for the high, 47 for the low. Um, mostly sunny for Friday. So, it's looking like right now, you know, they could change it. They're going to change it. Of course, they're going to change it. I'm going to screenshot this, though. I'm going to screenshot it right now. But uh, I'm hoping, really hoping that uh, the weather forecast stays just like that. That would be perfect. Not too hot, not too cold, not rainy and nasty. That'd be nice, man. That would be really nice. So we got some nice weather coming up for Equip Expo. I'm getting prepared for that. Oh, so I did receive an email. I'm going to tell you guys what this is about. Let me go through this real quick. For Equip Expo... Um, I did receive an email yesterday, I think it was. Let me look. It's about the um, the meetup at Equip Expo. I'm going through, uh-oh, I'm going through my stuff. I can't find it. I'm going to have to search for it. Hold on a minute. It's going to take me a minute, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be worth it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what's going on at the Toro booth. 
So inside, Thursday morning, I'm going to be opening up the Toro booth at uh, 9 o'clock. So Thursday morning from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock, come to the indoor Toro booth at, this is their booth number, 7148. You can't miss it, man. Last year, it was unbelievable. I think it was the biggest booth there. It was just massive, crazy, um, huge, just so many people packed in there, so much equipment packed in there. And uh, did the kind of meetup there at the Toro booth last year. Uh, I know Naylor was there. I know um, Paul Jamison was there. I can't remember who all was there. I, that's, I'm going to leave it at that. I, everybody was there. <laughs> everybody showed up. So, um, yeah, Thursday, October 20th from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Come by the Toro booth inside, not outside, inside. And uh, come and hang out. Check out the Toro equipment. You'll want to see the new Grandstand HDX. Uh, you'll want to see the new uh, battery-powered equipment. And you just want to come and hang out and uh, and have fun. You can check out the Horizon 360 booth as well. I'll be um, I'll be hanging out there too. I'll be the Horizon 360 booth is right beside the Toro booth because Horizon 360 is owned by the Toro company and it's just a CRM to keep track of all of your um, you know all your business stuff so check those guys out while you're there tell them the lawn care life in Missouri sent you to the Horizon 360 booth and maybe they'll um, maybe they'll give you a quick tour of their uh, software or their program and maybe they can answer um, any questions that you have they'll be able to do that too you got questions about how it stacks up or compares to other software. If you got questions about um, how it works, what it can do, then those are the guys that can answer that question. So be sure to check it out. Toro booth 7148 inside. And then uh, the Horizon 360 booth right there next to it. Check those out. But anyways, um, oh, some updates. So I've got some updates on the Ventrac. So the Ventrac, um, I don't even know where we kind of left off, but I have it back. They replaced the heads, as you guys know. Um, and then after that, I had another little issue, and that was the clutch. The clutch went out, so the Ventrac dealer rescued me, and they came down from western Kentucky on a Sunday, drove all the way, almost all the way here to my hometown. I met them like 45 minutes from here. And the uh, dealer's like an, uh, two and a half hours away. And I only met them 45 miles down the road. So worked out good for me. They had a long ways to drive. But they drove over here, swapped out the clutch, put a new one on there, and I'm back up and running. And then yesterday, which when I got the machine back from having the engine work done, I noticed whenever I started the engine, the uh, oil pressure sensor, and I don't know if you have this in your mower, I know it's in the Kawasaki engines, I know it's in the Vanguard engines, but they have this oil pressure sensor, and you got like a little wire that hooks up to it. Um, anyways, that oil pressure sensor will leak. It's a common thing on Vanguard. I don't know how common it is on the Kawasaki. I do know that my dealer just replaced one on the Kawasaki engine on another guy's mower just the other day 
think it was on a Ferris mower, I believe. I think it was on a Ferris. Anyhow, um, that oil pressure sensor, when I got it back from Crossroads, I noticed that it was leaking, and it's a common problem in that Vanguard engine for that thing to just start leaking. The seal, I guess the seals dry out or crack or whatever, and it just starts leaking. So I was like, oh my gosh, this thing, I just got it back. It's leaking oil. What do I do? So I kept an eye on it, and I was like, all right, I'll just keep an eye on it, make sure um, it's not leaking while I'm doing the jobs, obviously. So I kept a close eye on it, and I noticed that um, it stopped leaking. So I was like, oh, wow, it stopped leaking, you know, so we're, we're okay for the time being, but I need to get it replaced. And so whenever I got the clutch put on, it was on a Sunday, obviously the dealer's not um, the dealer did not have the part in stock, that oil pressure sensor, so it was something he had to order. Um, at the same time, I was like, hey, let me check out with my uh, local dealer, see if they have one. They ended up having one. So long story short, yesterday, before I get out there on the lake, at the lake, and mow the dam, um, I actually swapped out that oil pressure sensor while I was out there on the job before I got started. Um, because I started it up, but I was like, I'm just going to check it today, see what it does. It started leaking. It was leaking quite a bit. So I put the new one on there and tightened it down. No leaks, so that's good. I ran it the whole time up and down that bank, knocking out the tough cut job. And I constantly would, I would stop, check it out, stop, check it out. Because, you know, when you put something new on there, you just want to make sure everything is good, the seals are good, everything's tight. You're not going to get any leaks, especially an oil leak, um, something like that. The Ventrac only holds like two quarts. It's not very much oil. Uh, the Vanguard engine, anyways, only holds like two, little over two quarts. So, um, if you have an oil leak, you can leak out a lot of oil, you know, per, pretty quick. So, I made sure to keep an eye on that and never did leak, so that's good. I'm going to check it out again this morning before I get started. But, saying all that to say this, um, it's not leaking, but another issue I found on just a 31 horsepower Vanguard engine, and that is the oil filter. And I may have mentioned this in a previous episode or video, I know I've mentioned it in the videos, but with that 31 horsepower Vanguard, they have problems with the oil filter vibrating loose and leaking oil. So when I first got the Ventrac, it, uh, it started leaking oil. I was like, what is going on? This thing's brand new. Tighten the oil filter down, never had any more problems. Then replaced the oil filter, um, the first oil change, tightened it down, and it started vibrating loose. Started leaking oil, so I was like, oh man. Well, they um, changed the oil over there, over there at Crossroads, so I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Make sure it doesn't do the same thing. Um, and, you know, vibrate loose and start leaking because it's a common problem on those Vanguard engines. You really have to tighten that oil filter down. It almost feels like you're tightening it too tight. I don't feel comfortable how tight it has to be in order for that thing not to leak. But uh, seriously, for the oil filter not to leak around it, you got to tighten it down pretty tight. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. But you don't want to leak an oil either. So I'll keep an eye on that as well. But... Man, equipment problems. It just seems like they just keep on piling up. Um, it doesn't matter what equipment you have. It's 
I'll say it over and over, but new equipment doesn't always mean it's going to be any better. I actually got another buddy. He's having an issue with his equipment right now. He sent me a message today. He's like, hey, look at your uh, machine, man. Does it have this? Does it have that? Mine's, uh, mine's not lining up right. It's not, I don't know. He was just having so many issues with it. And I was like, let's see if we can figure this out. We thought we had it figured out, but he just sent me a text as soon as I got on here and he's like, man, it's not, it's not fixed. And I was like, ah, oh, crud. So, you know, if that's your one and only machine, you're going to be down for a little while when stuff like that happens. So, um, you know, downtime will get you. He's like, oh man, I told these people I would be over there this week and get this and get that done. And I was like, Dude, I get it. Been there because I've done that so many times this season. Yeah, I'll get to you Monday. Monday rolls around. Well, over the weekend, you had issues you were trying to fix. And it's like, oh, man, I'm not going to make it there Monday. Might not be Tuesday or Wednesday. So it's uh, it's just a kind of a struggle to... Um, to I'm backing in here at the gas station. These gas stations, they don't make them big enough for trucks and trailers. So you got to back in most of the time here to get any, any fuel on the trailers. So that's what I'm doing right now. I don't even think I'm going to be able to get close enough without blocking somebody in. It is what it is, right? I don't know. Let's see what I can do here. Ah, that's not going to work. I'm going to try it, though. I'm going to try it. But uh, <laughs> anyways, guys. Um, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're getting a lot done. I'm getting, uh, I'm going to get out here, fuel up, get ready for the day. But uh, hope to see you guys at Equip Expo. I hope you guys swing by the Toro booth, 7148 inside on Thursday morning, 9 to 11. Come by there, hang out. And uh, especially if you guys are listening to the podcast and maybe you've never been to the Equip Expo and you're like, I don't even know where to go, man. It's so much to see there, so much to do. Make a plan. Write it down right now. Um, Equip Expo Indoor Booth, 7148 Toro Booth. Come by, check it out Thursday from 9 to 11. But I'm going to get off here. Hope you guys are doing well. My name's Cameron with the Log Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 39. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. And as always, man, hey, God provides.